Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow. All in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Good afternoon. This is Ascent Dental Solutions. You're listening to Ascent Radio. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin, and I want to thank Doug Foresta. Without his expertise and his uh, business, Stand Out and Be Heard, we would not be able to have these podcasts on a weekly basis. Doug, thank you so much for your expertise and your knowledge in podcasting. I also want to give special thanks to Vocal. Vocal has also been a sponsor of Ascent Dental Solutions, and Vocal is a German company with headquarters in South Carolina, and they provide over 210 different dental products to the dental market, and these products are excellent. They can compete with any brand, and their care and service to my organization uh, has been exceptional. And thank you, Vogel, for your promotion. Today, our guest is Mr. Chris Collins. Chris is a web designer, a graphic designer, a creative freelancer. He works with entrepreneurs, small businesses around the world to help their businesses grow and start their dream products. And full disclosure, uh, the logo for Ascent-Dental-Solutions, which focuses on knowledge, consultation, development, and training, uh, was produced and uh, done by uh, Chris. And Chris, uh, nothing but positive reviews for my logo. I want to thank you very much. How can you help the healthcare profession, but dentists in particular, improve their branding? Uh, what are your suggestions and recommendations? And is branding even important for a solo practitioner or a small group practice or large group practice? Yeah, uh, thank you for having me on, and uh, thank you for complimenting me about the logo. It was a lot of fun to make, and I'm glad that you got good feedback. I think um, branding is of the utmost importance for all businesses, uh, dentists and healthcare alike. Um, we're living in an age where folks can uh, pick and choose a lot of different options, and you know the world is at their fingertips on the internet. So, um, a quick 
Google search away, they can find many different options. Um, get in the car and go to many different practitioners, dentists, anything. So having very strong branding, I think, is is quite important um, because a lot of people make their decisions based on what they see online or what they see in print. And sometimes it just comes down to, um, do I like the look of this business? Um, I want to have it be consistent as well. I see a lot of businesses throw around different materials, both online and in print um, and in person that don't really give a cohesive and consistent look into what their business is all about. So I think that um, branding can really help with that, and uh, especially logos and flyers, um, advertisements, all of those things. In your research, Chris, uh, in your opinion, from the general public standpoint, what is probably most important in our listeners, or let's just say our patients or clients, what are they looking for that in your research is most important to the physician or dentist in healthcare? What are their patients and uh, uh, clients really looking for? Um, well, I mean, I think it depends on the, uh, the person who's looking. I, I think there are a lot of different um, you know, aspects to why someone will pick a certain business. Um, so the way that you present yourself, um, both online and in print through marketing of any kind is, is very important. So you want to kind of cover all your bases and think about, um, the type of audience that you have or the type of customer base, customer base you have. You want to look at the reviews you're getting online, which are very important and see what people are saying. You want to take a look at your competitors and see why maybe they're getting more business than you are and uh, use marketing and use the internet and social media and design to your advantage. I'll share with uh, the listeners a a story that just happened to me last week. Uh, I started business uh, in 1983. Uh, For those listeners, we have 14 offices, about 150 employees here in Western Massachusetts. And I've been doing double trunk ads in the yellow pages back in the early 80s, radio shows, TV, all kinds of different marketing. And recently, uh, one of the individuals associated in our business thought it might be sort of comical to do a TV ad where the doctor is actually holding a carpenter drill. And that drill is held in the hand like they're drilling uh, on a patient's mouth. And the objective, in my opinion, was to lighten up the advertisement to add some humor. And uh, the negative feedback from that, in my opinion, was astounding. Uh, In other words, I spent 34 years building a state-of-the-art practice with the highest levels of efficacy, uh, service, and care. And in a 60-second pitch, you sort of defeated almost all of that in such a short period of time. And I know that Uh, The intentions were positive, but the results, in my opinion, were less than positive. And certainly the feedback that I've heard from individuals like Dr. Coughlin, what was the idea of having that old-fashioned drill? Uh, That scared me, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) And I learned firsthand how something unintentional can have very intentional consequences. And uh, it, it, it just... It could have happened to me, it could have happened to any of our listeners, but I would be very cautious 
on how you present your business and yourself and uh, the points you made also depends on the individual clients that you're promoting. Um, My particular expertise is you generally have three categories of patients or clients. You have those gold card patients that have no insurance. They demand the highest level of care and service. Uh, They have the financial means to uh, get that care and service. And uh, they can be extremely demanding and want only the best. Then you have the other extreme that are many times under uh, subsidized uh, government plans. They generally pay for no care and no service. Uh, These are subsidized by taxpayers. And generally, their treatments are dictated uh, by uh, government agencies. Uh, In other words, they only pay for certain procedures and processes, not everything. And then the vast majority fall somewhere in the middle. They're looking for the highest level of care and service, but it has to be affordable for them, or at least uh, terms have to become available for that affordability so they can get uh, the care and service they're looking for. In your uh, professional opinion, with those three basic marketplaces, do you see anything particular in a brand that works better in one area rather than another? Um, yeah, well, I mean, I think it goes without saying that those three, well, I'm learning something. Thank you for telling me a lot about this. I don't know, you know, too much about dental industry, but, um, that makes a lot of sense that those three exist and that you may want to look at them in a different light. Um, I think that, yeah, your branding can definitely differ. Um, if you have someone who has a lot of income to spend on this and is basically paying for things out of pocket, if I'm understanding that correctly, you know, they want to know that the quality is there and maybe the price isn't as important. So they want to see all the options. They want to see, um, you know, they want to be kind of impressed by what you have to offer, whereas other folks really want a kind of down-to-earth, very comforting, like, you, you come in, we're not going to cost, you know, an arm and a leg, we, we, we'll take care of everything for you, your insurance will be accepted, everything's going to be easy and painless, um, and they may not want to be scared away by the big-ticket items that they may want, but they just can't afford. Um, I'm not sure if that answers the question, but um, yeah, branding can do a lot and marketing can do a lot to discourage folks from coming if they only are interested in one thing, say price, or um, it can encourage people if, if they're interested in more. So you can't ignore those aspects of marketing and let Chris, customers fall through your fingers or be scared away. Chris, take us through the process uh, for those listeners thinking about uh, hiring you or uh, just trying to gather additional information. What is the actual process where you educate the healthcare professional in how to create a brand, uh, how to market that brand? What are the actual steps and the time uh, that's associated and potentially the cost of creating a brand uh, that's going to be successful in the short and long term? Sure. Yeah, well, it's different for everyone, and I think that's an important part of my process, which is um, every business and every person, every entrepreneur has a story. And, you know, I really liked hearing your story about the failed uh, TV ad. Um, That was really interesting to me. 
So if I were meeting with you or any other business, I would, I would want to hear your stories first. And usually within a few minutes, I get a very clear idea of what the business is like and what the person is like and the kind of customers that they get. And more importantly, the kind of customers that they want. Um, it's usually very clear quickly um, what their target demographic is and what their business is all about. It's funny that in such a short time, I, I can get that information. The people, when, when they start speaking about their passion project or their business or whatever we're working on, um, it kind of becomes clear that they're interested in a particular demographic or just a particular vibe, I guess. Um, and that's one of my strengths, I think, is seeing right away the type of business and the, uh, you know, the, the direction that they want to go in. So from there, we kind of know who they're looking for as a customer, and we can kind of drill down what has worked in the past and what could work. And a lot of times what they're doing now, um, they may know, you know, I want to attract this kind of customer to my business. But everything that they're doing in terms of branding or marketing isn't really attracting that type of person. So we can kind of look at it and say, well, why don't we start here? Why don't we design a brand that speaks to those people? Um, first, we may start with, you know, the logo. Um, website is of uh, great importance. Um, do we want to do advertising? Do we want to do social media? Um, are you thinking you're going to be getting a lot of new customers from the internet? If so, we probably want to spend a lot of time thinking about SEO, which is search engine optimization. So I do pretty much all of that for my clients. Um, they could start with just an idea. And by the end of working with me, um, we have a logo, we've got a website, we've got a whole plan going forward, we've got a store online, whatever it is they want. I guess in your case, it wouldn't be a store, but um, we can do it all. And uh, it really starts with the vision that they have. Uh, nationally, uh, the United mm -hmm. States, the average dentist has revenues, uh, depending on who you're quoting and the data you're looking at, if anywhere between 800 and $1.2 million. And as a general rule of thumb, uh, the marketing budget for that is between 2 and 4%. So uh, basically speaking, if we took a million dollars and we said 5%, uh, you have roughly a 50000 to $35,000 budget yearly. Uh, are those dollars adequate to uh, create the expertise that you have uh, for, I'll use, I hate to use the word average practitioner, but uh, to give our listeners some down and dirty information so that they can help uh, process the information and uh, create the right processes and procedures that work best for them. Yeah, I, I would say that's, that's adequate. Um, I know that all businesses are different and I pride myself and I hope other people in my profession do for on working with companies of different sizes. I, I really like working with small businesses as well as larger businesses and entrepreneurs. Um, typically to create a brand and a website and just to get it all started uh, online, which is the biggest part of my business, um, usually costs less than $5,000, at least um, for a basic but beautiful website. Um, and uh, that leaves quite a bit for, I would suggest, advertising. 
Um, I don't know if you want to talk more about advertising, but um, advertising using Google is an amazing tool. You talked about um, your television ad, but nowadays you can target your ads, you know, who's searching for a dentist within five miles of this particular location. Um, so you can really, really drill down and you're only paying for when people click on your ad and go right to your, your storefront or your website, um, or you're paying only when people call your business. So you're really drilling down to potential customers. You're drilling down to, I'm paying for when people call, new customers call. And then you can work with your staff to make sure that, you know, hopefully they make the appointment and you get a new, you get a new client or customer. So I can- I could tell you from um, my own 34 years of experience owning a small business and building a small business yeah. that there's two things our listeners should consider. One, getting mm-hmm. them to call the office. How do you get them right. to that front door? But equally, if not just as important, if you screen, mm-hmm. you profile, you evaluate the calls coming in, the single biggest mm-hmm. question that we get day in and day out is do you accept our dental insurance? Since the vast majority throughout the United States has some kind of dental insurance, for the vast majority of dental practices, they will be marketing to an insurance-based clientele. And no matter how great the brand is, no matter how much the patients love you, at the end, it many times comes down to dollar and cents for the vast majority of patients. And the question uh, that we've been charting for years, and that single one question is, do you accept our plan? For our listeners out there, please make sure you know the dental plans that you're accepting and not accepting, because you can have a 100 calls in a week. But if I'm correct, and I believe I am, that they want to know, is the procedures covered? Do you accept my insurance? And the answer is no, then you may be paying for a click, you may be marketing. And really, I think for the vast majority of healthcare professionals, certainly in the field of dentistry, certainly your easiest clientele to deal with, your most profitable clientele are those that are fee-for-service. You don't need ancillary team members to process claims, call insurance companies, hunt down those finances, determine what's approved and what's not approved, what will be paid for, what's not paid for. So those individuals that don't have insurance, in my personal experience, those are the ideal best clients for your practice to build the most profitable and successful business. For all of us, we probably have to meld these different groups of clients in there. And I would caution you to make sure your front desk team members, your patient coordinating schedulers know exactly what plans are covered what plans aren't covered, and what kind of dollars will be generated from the procedures that you've accepted in those plans. And if not, you many times find out you're seeing plenty of patients, but you're losing money month after month because the plans that you've signed up for are no longer cost-effective. I'll give you a quick example. Uh, The state pays $14 to provide inhalation sedation. And I'm saying to myself, if it's costing me $100 to get my nitrous oxide tanks filled and I'm being reimbursed $14, 
Uh, you don't have to be a mathematical wizard to find out that this is probably not a profitable procedure for you and your staff. Uh, we've got a few minutes left. And uh, Chris, if people were trying to find you, if they wanted to get out there and give you a call or send you an email, what's the best way to contact you? Sure, I would say just go right over to my website, which is chriscollinscreative.com. Um, my brand is creative. I was going to mention, uh, if we do have a minute, about what you just said. Um, you know, you can be very creative about getting uh, in front of some of these problems that you had. You said a lot of people are asking the question, you know, do you accept my insurance? So uh, if I heard that from a client, I would say, you know, this is maybe something you're you're wasting a lot of time on, you know, answering that question, maybe saying no, maybe saying yes. So we should have on the website a very, very uh, easy to spot place where that question can be answered right away for them. Um, and in terms of advertising, you're right. You don't want to be paying for a click from someone who may not end up being a customer. So why not create advertisements online that cover those bases? Um, I know when I'm searching for a practitioner, I, I may say, you know, who accepts in the Western Mass area, my insurance, you know, that might be my search online and you can, you know, profit on that by creating an ad that that targets people who are searching for just that. So you can have a series of ads that are targeting folks who only accept the types of insurance that you accept. Or if you're looking for people who don't have any insurance because they're the better customers, um, create ads um, that look for folks who don't have insurance. So there are a lot of ways to do that. So like I said, my website is Chris Collins Creative. So if you'd like to find creative ways to get more business, that's pretty much what I do. Well, Chris, it's been a pleasure for you to take your busy schedule and speak to us on today's podcast. Again, my personal thanks, the logo you developed and uh, the assets that you've helped me with uh, in developing a brand for Ascent-Dental-Solutions has been instrumental uh, in providing success. Thank you so much. And again, for the listeners, it's Chris Collins Creative. Dot com. Uh, thank you, Chris, so much for your expertise. And I want to thank Mr. Doug Foresta and his company, Stand Out and Be Heard, for the production of these podcasts. Week after week, he spends his expertise and time uh, to put out the best product available. You've been listening to Ascent Radio. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin, and the knowledge, uh, understanding, education, and training of Ascent Dental Dash Solutions is paramount. And I also want to end by thanking Vocal for their expertise and uh, their help in sponsoring uh, this information to get out to the healthcare profession and businesses in general. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to speaking to you very soon. podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.